Welcome to another episode of Purvis Versus. This is going to be a solo episode, a rare episode where I don't have a guest. And the reason I'm doing this is because I wanted to talk to you today about my Course Creators Mastermind group, which is a group I created last year to help aspiring RMT educators to create, launch, and teach their own continuing education course. My motivation for creating this group was because I see a huge opportunity in the continuing education uh, requirements through our profession to create meaningful change in the profession that would be a lot easier than taking on all the stakeholders and trying to get them to change. So if you want to learn more about the program, what it is, what to expect, what it entails, please keep listening. And if you have any questions, send me a message. The best way that I know how to influence the massage therapy profession in a positive way and to ensure that better quality care is given to the public is through continuing education. This profession desperately needs evidence-based course creators and educators that can help to elevate this profession from its pseudo-scientific lineage approach to education and move us towards a more respected and viable allied healthcare approach to better help those who hurt, those who suffer, and those who are struggling with functional tasks and activities. As someone who has been teaching continuing education since 2015, I've become even more aware of the courses that are out there and how so many of them are just copy and pasted information from old, outdated textbooks. The focus on almost every single CE course out there tends to be technique-driven, tissue-based, or structurally focused pathoanatomical rationale. There's only so many ways we can push, pull, and twist skin, yet the content that RMTs think they need and the stuff they want to learn is not well-informed. It's the information that's presented in these courses is not what we would say is evidence-based. It's not biologically plausible. Yet this is what people think they need to learn. And it's probably going to upset a lot of people to hear this, but you know what? That's not what we need to learn. We don't need to learn multiple different ways of teach, uh, treating people. We don't need to learn multiple different ways of how to touch somebody. The key to manual therapy, and this is what's supported in all the research, is, is finding the touch that feels good for the person. And what is the touch that you like to provide? What's the, what's the approach that you like to take? And what's the approach that person in front of you needs right here, right now, on this day? And that may change from time to time. When we think within these modality empires, or we think within these tissue-based models, what we end up doing is we end up putting blinders on and trying to attribute every single intervention or every single experience within the confines of that explanatory model. Humans are complex. Pain is complex. The suffering that each individual has, their functional outcomes or the functional desires that each person has are way too complicated than to be explained or helped through a specific application of a specific technique in a specific way. 
Now, some people are probably listening to this and thinking, Eric, you're crazy. I treat people all the time and they get better. Uh, therefore, I know it works. Never once have I said that these things don't work. Never once have I said that these ways uh, of treating or touching people are wrong. But it's the understanding and the rationale and the critical thinking that's associated with these techniques that is the problem. This is why I see a stagnation in the uh, development of new high-quality continuing education courses. And this is where I see is, is a huge barrier to the the forward development and, and, and forward progression of our professional massage therapy. When we are stuck in outdated mindsets and unsupported opinions based on you know, past history rather than good science, it prevents us from taking our rightful seat at the table as an allied healthcare provider. When most of what people are teaching in their continuing education courses is just regurgitation of old, outdated textbooks that are used in school, I think this is a problem. I don't think this is the best way forward for our profession. When someone spends $30,000, $40,000 or more in tuition to go to massage therapy school, they deserve a higher standard of education that is supported by current research and biologically plausible principles. I understand fully why the CE world is rife with incomplete and undefensible approaches to, to care and to treatment. Because this is what we are exposed to in school. This is what people think they need to learn. And we know that trying to change this through stakeholders, through the regulatory colleges, through the educational institutes, through professional associations, is frustrating, time-consuming, exhausting. But there needs to be a willingness for them to change. The stakeholders need to have a desire to change, to do better, to be different. But at this time, I see very, very little forward movement towards an evidence-based agenda in the massage therapy stakeholders, whether that's the schools who want to often blame the regulatory colleges because they are teaching in school what needs to be learned to pass an exam, or whether it's the professional associations that need to provide a certain narrative or certain content or resources in order to um, attract members or whether it's the regulatory colleges that um, maybe they are stuck with how um, based on their, their legal requirements to protect the public and their orders they receive from government maybe government doesn't care and maybe they're like just keep doing what you're doing no one's really getting hurt i would say that people are not being given the best quality care if a professional association or a regulatory college is to deliver, their mandate is to deliver safe, effective, and ethical care, yet we are still pumping out students that think they are needing to release specific tissues or correct postural imbalances or asymmetry, and they are then going and providing this type of care, this type of narrative to the people that they come see them. Now, sure, some people aren't going to care, and sure, some some clients, patients, people that come to see you are not going to care, and they're just going to be like, I just want to feel better. But what about those people that are suffering, and what about those people that this doesn't help? And what about those people who 
feel broken because they think that they're all twisted and they've got excess tone and they've got adhesions or things are stuck here and there and the only way that they can really uh, have relief is through coming to see you for massage these cases which i know are a minority but these are the ones that make up a lot of the practices of what we see in any msk healthcare profession i know those are the type of people that i saw almost every day in, in, in my clinical practice these are the worried well, the people that are hurt, that are suffering, but have been told all this crap that's wrong with them by well-meaning healthcare providers. And I think that that's where the harm tends to be, is that we are providing information to people that isn't helpful, and in some cases, completely wrong. And this is perpetuated by the CE industry. Because this information keeps getting told again and again and again. And of course, the more we hear something, the more we want to believe it. The, the, more, the more truthful it sounds or becomes. We see this in politics. We see this in, uh, in, in, on the internet. We see this all the time where people just keep saying the same thing over and over and over again and it becomes truth. It becomes truth to them even though in the greater scheme of things it's not truth. And because of these massive barriers to change that exist within the stakeholders, this is why I think it is so important for massage therapy to start creating change through continuing education requirements. Now, it doesn't matter what province you live in in Canada or where you live in the United States or whether you're uh, overseas or Australia, New Zealand, it doesn't matter where you are. There's some type of quality assurance, professional development, continue, continuing education requirements needed for all massage or manual therapists. And and this is why last year I decided to create the Course Creators Mastermind. Now this is a group that my my motivation to create it was because I needed and felt an extreme need for our profession to have more evidence-based educators, more evidence-based clinicians out there teaching high value, good quality content to the profession. So that way they can influence how, how the profession is, is um, how we think, how we act, how we behave, how we treat, how we clinically reason to make us as better clinicians through evidence-based content. But even more importantly, what we need is we needed to provide better quality care to the public. Because through a continuing education environment, if we can get more good quality educators out there teaching on relevant topics to the profession, then that information then has a greater likelihood to be transferred to the public. And so the public can start to, to seek better or receive better care and hopefully have more consistent, better outcomes. And this is why I'm so passionate about evidence-based practice is because we can easily incorporate this science and best practices into our practice as well as into our continuing education courses, which is consistent with what I've been saying for such a long time, are the great opportunities to be leaders in the treatment and management of pretty much any MSK condition. We seem to want to do it and we need to understand the barriers that are in place so that way, that way we can address them and we can, we can learn to do better. We can learn to be better clinicians. And the biggest way that I see this is to move away from these modality-focused 
empires and move towards population-focused learning because this is what other allied healthcare professions do. Right? They, they focus on, on different populations rather than just different techniques. Now, of course, we need different techniques because different strokes for different folks. You know, people want to, there's different ways that we want to interact and touch with people and move them around. And I think there's value in that. But we have to stop thinking about our techniques and our manual hands-on stuff and start thinking about the populations that we serve. Who is it that comes in to see you? Are they athletic? Are they in chronic pain? Uh, female, women's health? Postpartum? You know, uh, post-viral encephalopath- encephalopathies? Are they oncology? Do they have things like Ehlers-Danlos or EDS? Like these are the populations, those are just a few examples of the type of things that we should be focusing on and learning about. And then when we understand those populations, those groups, those pathologies, we can then try to figure out how to use our massage therapy training through our hands-on uh, interventions to try to how to best serve that group. Because we can't just throw spaghetti at the wall and hope that something will stick. We have to understand the group that's in front of us, that person that's in front of us, that individual, their own specific needs, wants, desires for treatment. And if we understand the pathology or the population that they um, that they are, come from, then we can helps us to uh, clinically reason to make better decisions that hopefully will be more important and more impactful uh, for them and their outcomes. Now that's just a long kind of interlude into uh, some of the problems I see with the CE industry, and my solution for some of these problems is the Course Creators Mastermind. And to get more into this discussion, which the focus of today was about the Course Creators Mastermind, this is what I do inside the Mastermind group, is we take a small cohort of 12 individuals only, and we focus on population-based learning and evidence-based learning. So each member will will choose a, a topic or a population of interest to them, and they will uh, develop a course and what we do with this this in this program is it's it's a nine-month program uh, we start in September and go in, and through until May and we, we we take what I call the, the the Lego manual building block approach of starting small and building up content so that by the time you are finished the program you will have a full course or at the very least you'll have a uh, outline of, of how to build a full course now, inside this group, right, it, we, it is consists of uh, 15 uh, webinars, so 15 live Zoom meetings. They are recorded, so if you can't attend live, they are shown, they're uploaded to a private course site for you to watch uh, on your own. Uh, but they're also, the meetings focus a lot on accountability and, and peer-to-peer mentoring, um, peer-to-peer support, on top of my guidance and support. Of that I and to try and help you to uh, realize your goals. Uh, the focus of the content, you know, and where it comes from, it comes from my, you know, eight plus years of experience as as a CE provider, uh, as well as my experience as a clinician and educator, and my academic experience. Trying to put it all together into a package that will save you time and save you money so you can launch a course, teach a course and start making a difference sooner than if you just decided to go and do this all on your own. I like to think of it as, you know, my trial and error and my experience, my learnings gets turned into a package for you as the aspiring RMT educator to make a difference in the world, to try to be different, to try to provide better quality care and to 
learn what works and what doesn't work in kind of the course creation, the marketing, and the messaging. Because you can have the greatest course in the world, but if you don't have effective messaging or you don't know how to uh, create eyes on you to get people to talk about you, to get people to want to learn from you, then no one's going to take your course. And that's a really important thing. And I see this all the time in the CE industries. I see there's, there's you know, I, I know I'm been kind of dismissing a bunch of the other uh, content and, and stuff that's out there, but there is good courses out there. But one of the biggest barriers I see with the good courses is, is the messaging, is why are people not taking that course? Why is, why is nobody registering for that course? And it usually has to do with the messaging because people need to learn how to communicate the importance of what it is that they're doing and why they should learn from you. So that becomes a big, uh, a big uh, thing that we focus on in the mastermind as well. Obviously, you need to have good quality content. You need to have evidence-based support. But you also need to be able to learn how to uh, message appropriately and market yourself as a leader or as a educator that has an area of expertise or advanced knowledge in that specific topic. So what we do in the mastermind is we go through 90 day action plans. So each thing that we do is about three months and then you have three months to hopefully come up, uh, reach your, your uh, successful outcome that's uh, you outlined on day one. So the first thing that we're gonna do is we're gonna work on creating a 45 minute presentation. This is like a, like a something you'd present to a small group or something you'd present at a conference. And this is basically like a teaser trailer of your overall package of like, what is it that you're teaching? What, what is it that, that uh, you offer? And why should people learn from you? Right, so we're gonna focus on identifying your population of interest. You know, uh, we're gonna look at, at how do we communicate or think about uh, what problem are, are we looking to solve? Uh, we're gonna use, uh, go through a process of finding and interpreting and applying research evidence into your content. What can you find and what can you use that supports what you're, you're educating about? But also more importantly, what can you find that refutes your topic? What other things out there? What's the opposing arguments? Because you, that makes a stronger presentation when you've got competing narratives. So it's not just one thing totally biased, right? We focus on creating learning objectives, outcomes, learning goals, uh, teaching plans. We, we learn on how to address, you know, different preferred learning styles or different types of um, cognitive or psychomotor abilities or different um, what are different ways we want to go and, and, and teach the content and, and how are we going to get learners to maximize the uh, educational uh, goals that, that you have for them. In the second part of the, of the, of the program, we, we go and, and, and focus on creating like a mini course or an outline for maybe a one-day course or a, a few-hour webinar or maybe some short online self-directed program. We're going to talk about essential technology. So what platforms, software, sites we want to use and avoid. Right? We're going to focus on, on creating leads and getting people into your, your program. I talked about that before using messaging. Right? How do we create demand for our course? And how do we let people know that we are somebody that we are trusted that we could uh, people should learn from us? Uh, we, we're going to go through a different ways of kind of like launching your course. So different strategies on how and processes on how best to uh, create demand and um, 
you know, everyone's going to be different with what they want, but we, we discussed that. And the kind of the final part of the, of the mastermind program is really to, uh, it's an outline or creation of a full course. And that could be a two-day, three-day, four-day, week-long course. That could be a, you know, self-directed online course. It could be a series of webinars, whatever that is, is unique to each individual. And we're going to uh, look at uh, basically marketing funnels, uh, time management strategies, um, and we're going to look at how to basically think about your CE course as a business and how do we do this as, as an add-on or as something completely on its own from our clinical practice. The whole goal for what I want people to get from this program is, like I said before, is to say is they're paying to save time. So you're, you're investing in something that is going to hopefully provide you an impact on the profession in, in how the public is, is treated and more importantly, delivering better quality care and outcomes for the public. And obviously, there's going to be a financial benefit too, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities out there in the CE world. If we think about it, there's about forty thousand RMTs in Canada, probably about four hundred thousand or at least in the United States. Plus, we've got all the rest of the world. There's tens and tens and tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of, probably hundreds of thousands of massage therapists that are out there, manual therapists, movement therapists, you know, the, the opportunities uh, to create and influence change is infinite. And what I want people to do when they leave this program is to have all the processes, the strategies, as well as the content delivered so when they go out there and start teaching, they can go and, and, and know that they have all the tools and abilities available to them to have a successful CE course in a CE business, if that is what they so choose. Members get unlimited one-on-one support from me as well as the, 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 the peer group that's there. Once you're into the, the community, you are in for life if you choose. Um, it's... Uh, my goal is to create this supportive community of evidence-based educators that can go out there and support each other and build courses together, market for each other, support each other, have accountability for each other so we can make a difference. And we can start to change how the current CE industry is and start to create demand for higher quality population-based continuing education requirements. So if this is something that sounds like it's interesting to you and you want to learn more about it, uh, in the show notes, there is a link to express interest, uh, or you can always just send me an email, which is hello at ericpurvis.com, and I can answer any of your questions. This uh, application or process will go until roughly around the end of July. Uh, once the spaces are filled, they are filled. As of recording this today, we are at seven spaces filled out of 12. Um, and if this is something that interests you, please, like I said, um, send me a message. If, you, if this isn't something you can commit to this year, then maybe mark it on your calendar and uh, I will... Uh, Keep going, keep this going every year because of all the projects that I'm involved with, I think this is the one that uh, I love the most. It provides me such great satisfaction uh, to see uh, the things that people are creating and to be somebody that can help and support RMTs realize uh, their potential as well as realize their their goals um, as as educators. So, 
So thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, I hope to hear from you, uh, as many of you as possible, uh, about the mastermind. Uh, the more people that apply, the more interest there is, the more change that we can make. Uh, future episodes will be coming out uh, probably sometime in August. I'll probably do one or two in August. And the next theme that we're going to be working on is going to be focusing on new RMTs and their uh, experiences uh, going through massage school and entering into the workforce. So we've got a bunch of episodes with some great people across Canada uh, scheduled for that. Uh, so stay tuned and I hope you enjoy those too. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe so you can be notified of future episodes. Purpose Versus is available on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on all your social media platforms. If you'd like to connect with me, I can be reached through my website, ericpurvis.com, or send me a DM through either Facebook and Instagram at ericpurvisrmt.